thanks for joining us. So I'm delighted to be able to introduce Veronica Robledo. Um, she's the director, writer, uh, director, writer and producer behind um, this major feature, The Crickets Dance, which she was kind enough to enter into our Fusion Festival in London. Um, beautiful film. I've seen it. I thoroughly enjoyed it. Veronica, welcome. Thank you very much for joining me. Thank you so much, Steve, for having me. It's such an honor to take part in your festival, really. It's just, it's a great feeling to see, you know, just um, the acceptance of the film and just, you know, after so much hard work to see it out there. And so thank you so much for having me. Oh, no, you're welcome. Um, and it's, I'm afraid it's always the same first uh, thing to do, um, which is, for those who haven't seen it, I can read the synopsis, but I'd much rather you give us a synopsis of this film, please. Um, yes, yeah, so it's uh, it's it's about a southern attorney who inherits an antebellum mansion in uh, Savannah, Georgia, yeah. and she finds a uh, she finds a diary that dates back more than 150 years, and she becomes entranced with the diary's story, its history of slavery and brutality, and how the balance of time and injustice were overcome by love. So, yes, it's, it's a beautiful film. It's a very timely film, and so yeah, I'm happy that you guys are enjoying it. And and just what's the because there's always I know there's a kernel of something in this in terms of where this came from and as of course as the writer okay. as well what is the background to the story and why did you choose the locations that you chose or why did you, you set the story where you where you set the story absolutely well um, the Kirkus dance is based on a novel. Um, that's also called The Cricket's Dance, and it's, it was written by author Debbie Robillard. And Debbie wow. contacted me on um, Twitter. She found me, and she told me about her book. And a couple months later, I ended up reading it, and I just fell in love with the story. I just I, I knew that, you know, it was an important story, uh, you know, especially during this time with, um, uh, you know, back in 2008 with the, the last recession that we had and, you know, we saw the Occupy Wall Street movement yeah. unfold and, you know, in the country and worldwide. And so I just got, you know, involved in kind of putting a voice to different topics. And I just realized that one of our you know, the the core of a lot of our issues, you know, is is, is about gender and, and racial inequality and how important it is to diversify and include, you know, um, voices, uh, you know, people who, um, you know, there's a like, for instance, there's a there's a huge market for, you know, uh, women, you know, who they're the ones who normally go to see films theatrically and mm. um you know and it's just nice to be able to put stories out there that reflect um voices that you know that other people feel common with um but so basically the location um savannah georgia i i really needed to find some slave quarters you know yeah, yeah. and i i was having a hard time with that and we had we had shot the, the the trailer that I used to pitch with um, about five years ago and um, and Lafayette Georgia and I just had a hard time looking for um, slave quarters and so when I did my research I realized that a lot of them were like in Louisiana that there still exist but I'm like you know I know they've done some movies in Georgia and they use slave quarters such as like Birth of a Nations and so I started doing research and trying to find out where they shot. And so that kind of got me to Myrtle Grove. And I found Myrtle Grove, which is owned by the Meeks family. 
and um, I didn't have their contact. I, I looked up some articles, didn't have their information, and then finally I was like, you know what, I'm going to call Savannah SAG, you know, and find out, you know, where this location's at, and that's how I got connected there. And I have to say, because obviously people will visualize this, it must have been amazing to film in that house. My God, what a location you found there. I mean, how did that happen? I mean, how did you get that particular location? I know you said you, you made, but you still had to find this place and you still had to view them. I mean, how did that come about? I mean, it's absolutely perfect for the film. Absolutely. Um, so, you know, a few days went by before I, I caught, you know, SAG. And I was, because in my mind, I was like, they're not going to deal with me. I mean, they shot so many cool movies there, big productions as well. You know, great directors have came through there. I'm like, they're not going to want to deal with, you know, a small production and nobody here. You know, I thought to myself and then, you know, I just heard that little voice say, you know, it doesn't hurt to try. Like, just do it. And so I just picked up the phone and I called SAG and, you know, they, they're like, well, you know, that home is owned by, the you know, the Meeks family. And let me tell tell you you know they know their worth and I was just like well you know I would love to talk to them you know could you let them know that I, you know if, if you know they were willing to to have a chat with me and so sure enough a few minutes pass and she calls me back and she says you know Buck Meek said you know give him a call gave me his number I called him and he was the most friendliest down-to-earth person um I felt like I knew him for many years it was just so easy to talk to him and you know and he was very passionate himself about movies and I just realized how knowledgeable he was you know they shot on his property for over you know um for so many years, he has like 20 plus experience, you know, with movie industry wow. coming through and shooting in his location. And so I was like, well, what, where, what common ground can we find here where, you know, that um, that I could use, you know, his property and shoot and at the same time give something back to him and include him into this project. So that's when I just came up with the idea of why don't you come on board as, a, you know, one of my executive producers and help me make this movie and, um you know, and I would love to use, you know, your, your home and, you know, and so he was very uplifting, so encouraging. And that just kind of started a friendship as well, you know, and he was a, a big mentor during that time. And did you all fall in love with the house? Cause I would have fallen in love with it. Oh my God. The house is beautiful. <laughs> the house is amazing. No, it's, it's beautiful. The grounds, um, you know, the Meeks family owns like about 740 acres that oh. surrounds the house. I mean, the trees, I, I felt like the trees could had whispers and could talk, you know. I mean, if you just stay still and especially if you go in a sunny afternoon and you stand still, and you know, in front of that house and you just like just take it all in. I mean, just everything around it. You could feel the energy, the history, the beautiness. You could see it. I mean, and, and, and the Meeks family themselves are just beautiful people, great people. And, you know, um, uh, Buck Meeks' mom still lives in that house in the back. Ooh. They still use that property. So... As we were filming, you know, um, in the property, she was, you know, pretty quiet in the back or they were in the in the, out, in the house in the back because they have another little house in the back area. And um, but, you know, the, the house is lovely. I mean, the rooms are beautiful. It, it, it was very beautiful. And it was very it was such an honor to be able to film there and in those grounds. Absolutely. Do you know, Veronica, I, I mean, I've been to the U.S. a number of times and I think you're so lucky because. Because the country is so vast, and you've got such an amazing opportunity to 
experience so many different things in one country. I know you can say that about many countries, including the UK, but it's not the same because it's, you know, whether it's the Midwest, East Coast, LA or whatever, and they're all completely different. And this is Georgia. I, sadly, I've never been to Georgia, but it just makes me think that the, the history and the opportunities that you have I mean, read somewhere there's something like 60 or 70% of Americans don't have passports. I don't know if that's true. But you know what? I wouldn't blame you if you didn't have a passport because you don't need to travel to another country. Right. Um, it, it, there is a lot of beautiful places here. I actually, uh, you know, um, I went to Germany a couple of years ago and I saw, I mean, it's such beautiful. I went to, you know, we flew into, um, I want to say, uh the major airport right there by mines and we drove down all the way to Bavaria and nice. I just saw such beautiful land and, um, and it's stunning, it beautiful, is. but you, you're right. There is beautiful places here too in the Midwest and, you know, Pennsylvania and Georgia. And like, there's just so much here as well, you know, so you can see a little bit of everything here. So yes, no, absolutely. You are, you're very lucky. So the two, Thank you. I, you're, no, you're welcome. Honestly, so the two mates, so Kristen and and Morris, because I, I I know others also have obviously history. There have been lots of other stuff, but them two in particular. How on earth did you? How did you persuade Kristen and Morris to be in the film? How much persuasion did they need, and how did you get them? Um, they're pretty down to earth. Um, amazing to work with. Very professional, both of them. Uh, they really, you know, they they gave their hundred percent. They they tried far and beyond. Um, you know, Kristen was very prepared, and so was Maurice. Um, and it was just wonderful to work with them. Uh, well, the way I got to Maurice Johnson was that he worked on that trailer that I had just spoken about about five years ago that yeah. I was pitching. Yeah, and. Um, and so I met him. I actually was going through websites and, you know, like agent websites in, in Georgia, and I ran into his profile. And I there, his email was available, or I believe I contacted the agent, one or the other. And then that's how I got a hold of Maurice. And then we just, you know, um, started, you know, the conversation there. I got him involved with the, the trailer. And, you know, it's really hard to find a talented good-looking guy like him in all of Georgia. I mean, let me tell you, I think he, he, he fit the part. Yeah, he's <laughs> it, sickeningly good-looking, I must admit. Yes, that, it, he would have been so hard to replace, that's for sure. He was definitely very good-looking and very talented. And when it came to um, Angie Lawrence's role, um, I just... I, I just wanted to give this uh, role, you know, I wanted to give someone the opportunity that was very talented, that could carry the movie from beginning to end, that would be a fresh breath of air, that would be just, you know, that this person, you know, would also, you know, just fall in love with the role themselves. And Kristen really felt, you know, really fit that, you know, she... She, I believe she was very strong. She carried the movie from beginning to end. Yeah. Um, you know, we were able to shoot this movie within 20 days, you know. And so um, pretty much, you know, the whole movie was shot in 20 days. And so I, I have to say it was because of Kristen's Renton, Kristen Renton's professionalism, her talent, um, that really was able to get us through most of the filming and, and all of the cast, really. Uh, but the way I, felt, I found Kristen was... Um, 
um, on a Saturday morning, I was going through IMDb Pro, and I was just trying to look for actresses, and um, and then I just came across her profile, and I was like, okay, this girl, she normally does different roles. Mm. This would be like exactly what I'm, you know, I'm thinking about where she, she could step into these shoes and really, you know, it, it'd be a good opportunity for her. And her talent was just amazing because I saw some of the work that she had done. And I'm like, this girl can act. I mean, she is really good. And I, I feel like, you know, this would be something different than what she's used to. And it would probably be something that she's, you know, she's been wanting to do, you know, step into some other types of shoes and, and really live a, a different role, which I think she did fabulous. And I'm just honored and grateful that I was able to work with Kristen Renton and Maurice Johnson. Um, they were both, as I said, just amazing to work with. Yeah. And, and that I can see that. I mean, I, and I've looked at their, their um, CVs and they both have, well, they've all got amazing acting Shops. I mean, they've all done some incredible work. What's this? Kristen here, Sons of Anarchy, Days of Our Life. I mean, and Morris, Vampire Diaries, Hawaii Five O, and Sandra Lafferty, The Hunger Games, Walk the Line. I mean, there's some really, really fantastic talent there. Now, there's, there's me saying, eulogising about how wonderful the house is, but can you give us an idea of the challenges you face when you're shooting out on location? Because it's, it's markedly different than the studio film, of course. Absolutely. Well, um, we ran into a lot of challenges and still been challenging, but, um, you know, definitely when, when, um, you know, the weather in yeah. Savannah, yeah. you know, is, 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 you know, it can rain one day, it can be sunny the next, it could be windy the next. So cold. I mean, we went through all kinds of weather, uh, really besides snow. Uh, so that one scene with Kristen Renton, when she's out in the patio with, um, uh, you know, Angie and Andrew are on the patio mm. and, right before they do the little crickets dance where you hear the crickets, you know, um, it was very cold that day. It was literally that evening. It was freezing cold that night. <laughs> Poor Kristen was wearing, you know, these little shorts and a little top and it was literally very cold. And then, you know, here we are in the slave quarters in a slave village, you know, and it's just, you know, there was days it was raining and, and humid and, you know, hot, and then sometimes it was, you know, cool, and um, mosquitoes, oh my god, oh. I think, you know, my crew and I got bit, like, I'd never seen my body covered in so many, you know, bruises and oh. mosquito bites, I mean, literally, we had cans of, you know, bug spray all over the place, and it still wasn't enough, I mean, we went through so many cans daily, it was crazy, oh. um, but yes, um, the crew was definitely, the casting crew was definitely, um, you know, they, they were awesome to put up with that. I mean, you know, and some of them have delicate skins and they can't just spray anything on them. And so we, you know, we had to be really considerate of, um, you know, certain individuals and my actors, you know, I didn't want them to be in front of the camera with a big bite on their, you know, their face or something, you know, and I think that almost happened, you know, so, um, yeah, so it was a challenge. The weather was one of them. Absolutely. So if I, um, this is probably a bit of a mean question, but I'm going to ask it anyway. So forgive me. So if I came to you and said, look, I love your film. Um, I'll tell you what, let's, let's remake it. Um, what would you change? Um, I would, I would definitely love a bigger budget. 
Yeah. Um, I mean, bigger budgets can, can, you know, you're able to do a lot more with that. And, you know, I did the best with what I had of course, yeah. and I don't, and I don't think it, anyone could do exactly what I did. You know, that, that was a tough one still today. I'm just like, wow, I can't believe I did that. Will I do it again? Oh my God, that was too tough. You know? Um, so definitely, you know, a bigger budget, um, at that point, you know, you're able to, I mean, I, I love my, my, my cast and crew. I love them. But at that point, you're also able to have access to, um, you know, um, a, you know, actors, you know, a listers, you know, and at that point, you know, it, it changes the game, you know, it changes the game still, you know, I, I still believe with what we had and, um, you know, and, and the actors that we got, you know, and the, you know, not everyone can do what just occurred for the crickets dance. And and thank you. And, and I, I'm sorry, it's another mean question. I don't mean it to be. Um, That's good. Um, not mean, but it's it's just fun. So um, if I said to you, uh, you can only choose one career, and it can only be as a director or writer. You can't cross over. It's impossible. Life doesn't allow that. Which one would you choose and why? Director. Oh, Absolutely. Such a, um, I, I love asking that question. You get so many different... And do you know what's a split? Always a split when I ask that question. It's very interesting. Well, that kind of goes with your first mean question, if you want to say it was mean, <laughs> but I didn't think it was. I mean, same thing. With a you know a bigger budget, we could bring in you know an award-winning writer, too, you know, and just make it even way bigger than what this was um when you say remake i think there's a there's potential for the crickets to be a remake yeah absolutely i can see it i can see it but you know i think you've done such a wonderful job i, I totally get where you, you, you're going with that though because I, that's a fair point about because you know better than i do the more money you have the better you can you can make something you, yeah you can add to it i get that you know, I think you've got, fantastic, you've got a fantastic location, fantastic cast, fantastic crew. I mean, you've done a wonderful job. And I just want to say, Veronica, thank you so much for taking the time to chat to me. It's been an absolute delight. Thank you so much. It was my pleasure, Steve. Thank you so much. It's just been amazing. You guys have been great. You're doing a wonderful job um, with the festival. So thank you so much for letting me be part of it. No, thank you. And thank you for taking the time to give me a call. And... Um, yeah, that's it. Thank you again.